Welcome to the Magic Weaver Podcast. This is your host, Anna Kinkela. This is a sacred container where we do the work of reweaving our bodies and businesses into more nourishing, sustainable, easeful, and pleasurable paradigms of receiving through the power of nervous system business growth. We dive into how to embody our magic, how to heal the receiving wound in our life and our business, and honor the fullness of our humanity and the expansiveness of our divinity. As we rise together, welcome to the portal. Hey, Magic Weavers. Welcome to part two of the first episode of 2022. In part one, I shared what my 2021 was really like. I shared the celebration, some of the challenges of 2021, and some of what I'm going to be creating in 2022. One of the things that, you know, I've really integrated about 2021 is this knowing and this realization that this is just the beginning. Um, In so many ways, I feel like I am rebirthing my business in an entirely new energy from a new level of being within myself. 2021 was the best year of my life. And I can really say that with my full heart. Um, I know that You know, it's been challenging for so many folks, but for me personally, it was such a year of purposeful, luscious expansion, not only inside of my business, but inside of my life. Um, My business completely exploded in 2021 at a level I'd never experienced before and at a level that I have been anchoring into for the past three years um, of this business journey. And it was a year where I learned so much about myself, where I claimed my voice, where I claimed the legacy that I'm here to create. And I'm excited for everything that's opening up in 2022 because I really see the rhythm at which this vision is unfolding and um, the ways that I am going to invite you to step into the portal with me because I know how impactful and how important working with your body and your nervous system truly is in actualizing the legacy that you're here to create and doing it in a way that fully supports you, that fully supports the kind of life that you desire to live and that supports the essence of your vision and your legacy unfolding because truly your body and your nervous system is the opening to who you're becoming, the level at which you're receiving, how you are receiving it, and the creative energy that naturally wants to move through you that allows you to land your legacy in this world. I see it as the key to all of it. And so in this particular episode, I'm going to be sharing you know, my journey from a more macro perspective. The last episode was, you know, my 2021 in particular. And I was intentional about breaking up the episode so that you could consume, um, you know, from that perspective of 
now I'm hearing about her 2021 and now I'm diving into, you know, who she's been becoming through the process through the last several years. And one of the stories or one of the the insights that came in through my channel just today um, is thinking about where my journey with my body really started and where my trust fall with my body started. Because at the core of all of this work is your trust and your relationship with your own body, with your own nervous system. And, you know, I, I thought about how did this, like, where did the seed, where the, did the root really open itself up? And, you know, I can definitely talk about my relationship with my body throughout my life. And, you know, there's certainly space for that conversation. But I remember the decision and the moments where I was really being invited into trusting the wisdom that I felt inside of myself and courageously taking action in that direction. Um, I find that trusting our bodies is a courageous act in this world because we are programmed to go against the wisdom of our own bodies over and over again. This is not something that we are taught. This is something that we're actually deconditioned out of, right? We're conditioned into disconnection from our body. We're conditioned to push ourselves against what we feel internally feels good to us what we feel internally is in resonance with us in order to succeed, in order to do what we're supposed to do, right? Following all of these different rules that we've been taught in order to belong and in order to fit into society, in order to fit into the status quo, right? And so, you know, everything that has moved through me from the moment that I really fully decided to trust my body has landed me in this moment, right? All of the past versions of myself that made the choice to trust the body instead of ego parts or instead of things that were external to me telling me to do something different. Those past versions of myself, I'm in such gratitude to because, you know, she knew that no matter what was being reflected in the moment externally, that her body was the pathway and that it was so trustable, even on the moments where it felt hard to make that choice, even in the moments where the decision felt so scary to the point that it almost froze me. And so I want to share with you where this journey began for me. And it was about 10 years ago. I had just gotten married. I used to be married. And one of the things that I realized, you know, probably a year, but definitely several months before I ever got married, was I knew deep in my body that the marriage wasn't right for me. There was like an inkling and intuitive knowing that somehow I had outgrown the relationship, that my body didn't feel good here anymore, and that there actually wasn't a lot of room for that to shift. I think sometimes in relationships, you know, there's such a well of gold in us 
turning towards one another and showing up in the relationship and deepening in intimacy in order to work through the places that feel heavy. But there was this knowing in my body that the relationship just needed to end, that this wasn't something that could move with me, that could grow with me. And I got married despite this internal sense in my body that was telling me no. My body was clearly communicating, this isn't right for you. This isn't where you're meant to be. This isn't the person you're meant to grow with. And I did it anyway because I have a huge people pleaser inside of me that I continue to work with. Um, I'm much less of a people pleaser now, but back then 10 years ago, I was always the nice girl, the good girl who did everything right, who didn't want to disappoint others, who didn't want to be rejected or feel like she was bad, right? There were all of these things where I didn't want to be the other. I just wanted to belong. I wanted it to all be okay. I wanted to not go against the grain. Um, I wanted for it to work. And, you know, and there was definitely pieces of it where I still loved the person at the time. Um, but intrinsically, I just knew in my body it wasn't right. And I went forward with the wedding anyway. And then six months later, I really let myself choose my body and my own deeper knowing. And I left the relationship. Um one of the phrases, one of the sentences that I remember really catapulting this decision and um, this choice to step into courage and trust in my body was um, a sentence from one of Elizabeth Gilbert's books that said something like, have the courage to break your own heart. And when I read that line, there was something that integrated from within me and I knew that this was the next right step for me. And so I made the really hard choice to say goodbye to this relationship that I'd been in for three years, um, but we'd only been married for about six months. And it was really hard to be the bad guy in, inside of the relationship to make the choice to end that relationship. But as I look back on it now, it was the beginning of where I am in this moment, of the choices that I've made for myself, the way that I've chosen to go against the grain of what I knew other people wanted from me, but that I knew wasn't right for me. It was the moment that I chose to disappoint others and to choose myself. And I think that's one of the most powerful decisions that you can make, both inside of your life and inside of your business. Ultimately, your becoming comes from your choice to risk disappointing others, to risk rejection, to risk not being loved, and to really fully surrender into coming into safety with, you know, your otherness the ways that you want to break the rules and create something different. And that is one of the qualities of a leader who creates a legacy is they find safety in not being loved or liked sometimes. 
as long as they are being true to the wisdom that sits within themselves. And that was the moment that I made the choice to be okay with disappointing others and to be more invested in truly loving and supporting myself and what was true inside of my own body. And that moment created a cascading effect that rippled out into my life in so many different ways. And it started with my personal relationships, reclaiming what I really needed inside of with a partner, right? Who I really was. Because I one of the things that I realized um, in that moment was that I actually didn't really know myself. I didn't know my desires. I didn't know what I needed in a partner. And I had really been playing and living by other people's rules, by what I thought they expected of me, right? I did the right things. I went to school. I started a career, right? I got married because I thought, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is the person I'm with right now. So we just start a family and have kids. Like, this is what happens, right? And it was an automatic process. I was just reacting to what I thought I had to do. And I didn't actually know what my desires were. I didn't know how I wanted to be in the world. And so that one decision catapulted me on a personal development journey. And that's where I really started to go to therapy. Even though, you know, I was a trained trauma therapist, I had never done therapy myself. And so it was the first time I said yes to my own therapy. And I explored myself with a therapist for a little while where, you know, to be quite honest, I just spent a lot of time, you know, processing through my head, um, processing my own patterning through my head. And I was very disconnected from my body or, you know, didn't know how to tap into this vessel and truly feel what was here. I didn't know how to access my emotional state of being and really let myself experience the grief, experience the hurt and the pain that was there. And, you know, with that one decision, I began digging deeper and deeper, understanding myself more and more. And um, this was the year that I started working full time in my career, um, doing trauma work, um, doing case management and therapy. Um, I spent 10 years being a trauma therapist, doing somatic work um, with folks who had PTSD or some level of trauma. And um, I stepped into my career right after leaving grad school. And that was around the time that my wedding happened and my breakup from my then husband happened. And, you know, I started exploring like, what does it feel like for me to be doing this healing work in the career that I'd chosen for myself? Um, this was, you know, the way that I chose this career and this pathway is because I have always been fascinated by you know, the internal journey of the human being. And I became fascinated by trauma in particular um, through a series of different events, but it just was something that 
fascinated me that I became so passionate about supporting people through and um, received a lot of training on how to support people to work through their trauma and to live, you know, a really luscious life. And one of the things that happened throughout my career, I was actually trained as um, from more of a CBT cognitive behavioral perspective. And as I worked with different people, I noticed that, you know, the cognitive mindset piece of the work only supported them to a certain degree. And that's when I started to explore somatic practices and where I became very skilled at leading people somatically through trauma-based work. Um, and so the latter part of my career was really enveloped learning about the body, learning about the nervous system, learning different techniques and types of therapy that supported people to process trauma through their body and release it. Um, and I was really passionate about that work. I actually loved my job quite a bit and um, really felt fulfilled on so many different levels. And um, I was fascinated. I was fascinated by the body and how it worked. I was fascinated by the nervous system. And mind you, I hadn't really tapped into this work myself. I was facilitating in others, but... Um, you know, I wasn't tapping into my own felt sense experience in my body. I was still very like heady, trapped up here, not accessing my body's wisdom. And then at one point, I started getting really frustrated with where I was at. I felt like there was something bigger that I was meant to be doing in the world. And I didn't quite understand what that was and I was confused by why I was so frustrated because truly I had like I had just bought a house um I I wasn't in a relationship at that point but I was actually feeling really satiated and happy within myself um and had really worked through some of my codependency and people pleasing kind of habits and felt like this surge of power within myself where I didn't feel like I had to have a relationship, where I felt financially independent, where, you know, I was working towards a career that, you know, had felt really good. And nevertheless, there was like this pull inside of me that I couldn't get rid of. And I decided to start following my curiosity with it because more days than not, I just found myself kind of coming home and feeling very like mononymous throughout my day. Like I was just like repeating the same schedule, the same thing every day. And it just wasn't really meeting me where I wanted to be met. It didn't feel the way that I wanted my life to feel. And so I started following my curiosity with it. And um, that got me to a place where I enrolled in a yoga therapy certification program that really taught you about yoga and also how to integrate it, um, you know, from a therapy perspective, which felt like such a shoe-in for the work that I was doing. And um, I really felt like, oh, maybe this is something that I'm integrating into my work in the world. And through the experience of, you know, becoming certified as a yoga therapist, um, I really just opened up a whole different world for myself. 
I, up until that point, you know, I think I thought of myself as spiritual, but I didn't really have any spiritual practices. I didn't really know what that meant for me. And yoga was a tool that supported me in understanding, you know, what spirituality meant for me, what practices were going to support my unfolding. And even though I was familiar with meditation, you know, in the way that I used it with my clients, um, I didn't really apply it to myself and to my own spiritual growth. And so that really catapulted me on my own spiritual journey. And after becoming certified in that program, I went to a retreat a year later that really both tapped me into what my desires were and that also um, ended up providing this really powerful spiritual experience, like an experience that I'd never felt before. And it's the first time I actually accessed the energy of the cosmic egg, which is in around located around the womb space. And if you've worked with me, you know that I work with the womb a lot. I work with the energy of the cosmic egg a lot. It's one of the anchor points of some of the body work that I do with my clients. And that was the first time that I ever tapped into that within myself. And I had this like powerful initiation experience inside of that meditation. And my spiritual world just was never the same. I started touching into intuitive messages that I'd never received. I started feeling my womb space in a, in a way that I'd never felt it before. And it was exciting for me and um, like a whole new world that I got to explore. And so it was from that point that I really started to realize that where I was in my career, what I was working towards no longer felt in resonance for me. It wasn't what was meant for me anymore. I started feeling a lot of burnout because I'd been working with trauma for a fair amount of time by then. And um, there was also a lot of pieces that were challenging for me working in a big system. I used to work in a big hospital and it was just seeing the way that you know, people's ability to get outside of their own circumstances was impacted by the systems that they lived in and the systems that I felt pretty powerless to change in that moment in time. And so there was a lot of things that were contributing to that burnout. I just felt really dull in my life. And in, you know, in the midst of all of that, I felt this bigger vision that was calling me that I had no idea what it was. I, you know, truly just felt like it was such a question mark. I didn't know where it was leading me. And, you know, what ended up happening through the course of a year or two is I kept like anchoring into this vision, anchoring into this vision, not knowing what it was. I even hired like coaches to support me and I just didn't have clarity. None of it was coming through. And then I just got to the point, you know, in this was 2017, where my body just contracted every single time I went into my work. I felt so heavy. I felt like you know, I was 
just pulling this lead block behind me. And it started to really impact my energy more than I'd ever noticed before. And I just got to this place where I couldn't go any further. It felt like kind of like in my relationship, like it felt like I just couldn't ignore it. Like the presence of the heaviness was so felt inside of my body. I, I couldn't do anything else but to listen to what my body was telling me. So you'll notice that in each one of those examples, my body was giving me cues long before I ever got to the point where I made the choice to jump ship. But it wasn't until I felt like in the in like the absolute heaviest space that I listened to that wisdom. Right? And you know, as I've grown inside of my business, I've learned to make those decisions more and more quickly. I've learned that as soon as my body gives me the cue, I jump and I listen and I trust. And I don't take so much time to think and deliberate and doubt it, right? Because I know exactly where that road leads. And so in that moment, I felt the heaviness of it and I just ended up quitting my job. I had hired a coach like two months before that was going to help and support me to develop my business. Um, and I just decided to jump ship without a plan B. Like I didn't know how it was going to work. I didn't have a savings account. I just had this like vision inside of myself, a fire in my belly, and I had just reached a breaking point. And I decided that I was basically willing to work and do anything else until I could figure out how my business was going to support me. And so I, you know, worked a restaurant job, two restaurant jobs, um, did like random things on the side. I also did have my own private practice as a therapist. So one of the earlier iterations of me stepping into entrepreneurship was I thought that I was going to be a therapist in private practice because that felt like the next natural kind of move after being a therapist working in a hospital. And so I'd opened up that private practice, you know, to see if that was my pathway forward. And what I found in the process was I just didn't enjoy doing therapy work anymore. Like that wasn't where I was meant to be. And so when I quit my job, I had some income supporting me from that, some income coming in from the restaurant job. I just wanted something that was super easy where I didn't have to think about it too much, where I just showed up and did the work. And it was that year that I opened up on a Kinkela. And um, I think I started marking myself as a success coach, which just, you know, it's kind of a little bit of where I am now, but it, it didn't feel like what I was here to do in the world, but I just used it because, you know, I saw others calling themselves success coaches. So I was like, well, maybe that's what I am. Right. And I tried that hat on. And I think that that's so, that's such a normal part of the journey. We're trying different hats on until we get to the essence of, you know, who we're meant to be inside of our business. And so, um, yeah, I started my business. I, right off the bat, I hired two coaches because I knew nothing about marketing um, or having a business. I had a private practice, but it's not like I knew a ton. I didn't know strategy. I didn't know that world. 
And so for the next couple of years, I proceeded to invest thousands, tens of thousands of dollars into myself to learn business, to learn strategy, to learn marketing, because I knew that was my weak point. And um, I went all in. I really trusted that feeling in my body. I trusted the vision that was wanting to come through me. And I was determined because it felt so right in my body. I knew it was inevitable. And I had so many, of course, I had so many low moments and places of doubt and fear. And like, is this going to work? Why isn't this working? Um, I'm doing, you know, taking all these courses, investing in myself, like as much as I invested in myself for grad school. Um, and you know, I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see. I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not able to take advantage of these investments? Like, what am I doing wrong? Right. It was all of the like inner critic, like beating myself up process that I went through. And so I had a lot of ups and downs throughout those two years. You know, I definitely got clients and, and all of that, but it, it just wasn't clicking. I was having like zero dollar months and then, you know, a couple thousand dollars some months. It was all across the board. And it wasn't until there was a light bulb moment inside of me that was like, okay, what am I not integrating here? I'm swimming inside of my head as it relates to this business. I'm using all of these strategies that people are teaching me and it's all coming from the energy of up here. And meanwhile, I'm completely ignoring this vessel that brought me to this decision point and I'm not fully tapping into the power that's available there. And so it really took, you know, going through like my heady space with all the strategy, with all the marketing, with all of the things and learning all of that to then realizing, oh, like this is another space where I need to integrate my body. This is another space where I need to learn how to align the head with this vessel, right? And so this is where I really started to unravel into how to use the wisdom of my body to expand my business. How do I align these two things? How do I integrate the knowledge that I'm receiving and what feels true to me inside of my core? How do I follow my own intuition inside of my business to create what I know I'm here to create? And that was the moment when things started to change for me gradually. Um, I launched a program that, you know, um, I think the launch was, you know, multiple five figures. It was a very successful launch. I filled the program. Um, but I burned myself out during that launch so much because I still didn't know how to integrate the body into my launch process. And so what happened through the process is I had, you know, some trauma from that launch. And I was like, ugh, like, I don't even want to launch like this again. And so in so many ways, then I kind of started from scratch and I kept like kind of responding um, from like the contraction that I felt in that launch from a perspective of how I felt in it, right? It was very successful monetarily, but it felt energetically depleting to 
to lead that launch, right? And so it took me a while to kind of recover for that from that and to figure out um, what was next on the horizon. So I had some high income months and then like crashed in income. Um, and it was about my inability to really sustain it inside of my body. I definitely wasn't looking at money at that point. I was avoiding that like the plague, right? I was really just trying to find the fix and didn't know how to bring all of these components together. And so what ended up happening in 2019, I'll fast forward, is up until then I had been in a really serious relationship um, with someone that, you know, I thought that I would perhaps build a family with. And through the years, we just kind of ended up growing further and further apart. And in 2019, what started to really show up for me was this invitation to leave America. This is a lot of what was kind of coming in through my central channel. And throughout this process, I had continued to really develop my spiritual capacity. I, you know, deepened in my somatic practices um, I was playing a lot with the cosmic egg and um, really opening my body to all sorts of different sources of information, right? I was channeling, I was, you know, learning what felt good, I was tuning into my desires, all of this was swimming inside of my field. And what downloaded in was I was meant to move and leave the U.S., and at that point, I, you know, still owned a house and like had my entire life in Colorado. And it felt like an insane decision at the time. I had moments where I just thought this is completely bonkers. Like I have all of my friends and family here in Colorado, except for my mom um, and my extended family who are from Croatia. Like my dad lived here, like all of my friends that I'd basically accumulated throughout my whole life were in Colorado. So there was a lot of safety there, but like there was something stale in the energy of that environment where it just wasn't lighting me up. It wasn't activating me. It felt like I was stuck in like energetic mud. And I also felt that way inside of my relationship. And so what had downloaded in through a couple of medicine journeys that I'd done and some spiritual experiences that I had was that I was meant to move to Costa Rica. Now, this was completely insane to me because A, I'd never been to Costa Rica in my life. I had no idea what to expect from that. I had no idea why I was meant to move there other than I, you know, I wanted to really live by the ocean. That was the desire that I had for myself. I had you know, envisioned a home by the ocean close to the mountains where I would just like feel so luscious. And Costa Rica definitely met that criteria. And I was like, okay, I'm moving to Costa Rica. Like, apparently this is happening. This is what body is telling me. This is what's coming through my channel. And I started to share it with my then partner, with my father, who were both like, what? what is going on? What are you thinking? What are you doing? Like, this isn't safe. Like, what are you going to do? Like, what's your plan? 
And the truth was, is I didn't have any plan. I just had a feeling in my body and I was like, I know this is always the sign that I have to say yes to until like to not get to a place where I'm so deep in my stuckness that, you know, I get to the bottom where I'm forced to, to do something different. Right. And I knew that my body was giving me the signals and the signs like this is the time to go. You need to go now. So I sold my house. I ended up breaking up with my partner, even though we fiddled with the idea of him coming with me. And like, ultimately, I think it was just our, you know, resistance and letting go of each other. But we deep down knew that it had to happen. And so we ended the relationship. I sold my car, like, you know, sold my belongings, only kept a few core belongings at my dad's house. And I got on a plane to Costa Rica <laughs> and landed in Costa Rica for the first time in my life, booked an Airbnb on intuition and had probably the three most shadowiest months in my life in Costa Rica because I spent the entire three months being like, what did I do? I don't know anyone here. Did I just blow up my life for no reason? Like, what am I even doing? <laughs> right. And um, it was just regulating. It was scary. And yet my body was saying, like, this was the only choice for you. Like, this is where you're meant to be. This is what's meant to happen. This is what is supporting you in your journey of expansion. You need to be here. And this was probably the biggest free fall of my entire life. The, the biggest free fall, free fall of trust with my body because it actually required me to fully release the life I had spent building for 20 plus years and to step into trusting, you know, something that I couldn't see, that I truly like had no idea where it was going to lead me. And by that point, I was fully, you know, online. I could lead my business online. I had clients. I had all of that. And I just was like, all right, my business is going to support me. This is going to work. This is how we're moving forward. And so I moved to Costa Rica. It was a really tough three months. And I was unsure whether I was going to come back. Initially, I thought this is where I'm moving to. Like, this is my new home. But through the process, I really learned like it didn't feel aligned as a home in my body. It felt like it was just a part of my journey. And um, I was scheduled to go on a retreat in Bali in October, three months after I had arrived in Costa Rica. And so I got on a plane, went to Bali and, you know, thought maybe I'll come back to Costa Rica. Maybe not. I don't know where this is going to take me. And... Um, just as soon as I landed in ba in Bali, it was like my whole body opened up and something activated inside of me. This pleasure portal activated inside of me that, you know, I really hadn't accessed up until that point. And there was something about the environment, the place, the energy there that was extremely potent for my spiritual journey and for my own journey of unfolding into myself that I couldn't have predicted, that I didn't know was going to happen when I landed there. And um, during the time in Bali, I really tapped into my sensuality, my sexuality in a whole different way. I 
just became this desire-fueled, desire-led person in Bali. And I ended up living there for about six months. And this was right before COVID, right? So, um, you know, before COVID became a thing, my plan had been, you know, to just stay in Bali for as long as I felt called. And, you know, before COVID hit, one of the things came through was that my time in Bali was ending. And Bali, the energy of Bali just communicated like, you're ready to go. Like, you need to find your next destination. And I was literally like, ah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. Like, universe, show me where am I? Where am I supposed to go? And, um, yeah, it was really interesting because I had actually traveled to New York right before COVID hit. This was February, right in the height where people were just figuring out what was going on to travel and see a friend of mine whose um, play was happening in New York. And I still hadn't purchased tickets outside of Bali. Like I was meant to return to Bali and then I was meant to like find where's my next destination. While I was in Bali, I ended up meeting a man um, that I had a romantic relationship with and um, he was Australian, he is Australian. And you know, I was, we were kind of like talking a lot and we were exploring, you know, whether I would come and visit him in Australia. And I never really thought about Australia as a location and didn't even know whether I would like it. And I decided I was going to go visit Australia for like a couple of weeks in April. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll come back to Bali and then I'll travel to Australia for, you know, two weeks to just like feel what it's like to visit him, whatever. And um, meanwhile, all of the stuff with COVID was really landing and the world was starting to come to terms with like, oh, we're in a pandemic, like this is happening. My dad was telling me to go back home to Colorado because um, he was like, I don't want you to get stuck in Bali, like you don't know what's going to happen. And everything in my body was saying, do not stay in the U.S., like it was just such a clear sign of like, you're not meant to be here. You need to go back to Bali and, you know, it's going to unfold from there. And so the day that I traveled to Bali, um, I received an intuitive download that was like, you need to book a plane ticket to Australia right now. And I, I didn't know how long I was meant to be there. But it was like really clear, like, take action on this right now. And I read like this horoscope that said, like, you're meant to travel somewhere, like book the plane ticket on these days. Like it was insane. Like the universal signs, it was just, I can't even describe to you how many signals there were telling me to book a plane ticket. And so I booked a plane ticket to Australia. I was like, all right, let's see what happens. So I traveled back to Bali and then got on a plane to Australia a week after and then a week after that, borders in Australia completely closed and no one else was allowed in because COVID was a pandemic and that was it. And Australia has been closed ever since and I've been here ever since. And so those series of events from like the moment that I decided to just follow the intuition of my body and to travel and 
you know, to land in Australia when I did, it truly built this level of trust and home in my body that I could not have embodied any other way. It really ignited me into trust within myself, trust within my own internal guidance. And there was an alchemical process that just began to integrate itself into the fabric of my work, into the fabric of how I led my work, how I talked about my work. And yeah, in 2020, I ended up getting quote unquote stuck in Australia um, through the pandemic. And, you know, in the meantime, me and this man that I met in Bali, things didn't work out and we ended our connection. And then through a series of really insane events that I'm not going to talk about in this particular podcast, because I could probably spend 50 minutes just talking about that. Um, my, you know, current partner and husband-to-be um, found me <laughs> completely randomly. Um, and we started a relationship in November of 2020. And then I moved in with him February of 2021, and last year is the year everything exploded. And so I'm sharing all of this with you from the perspective of in each part of this journey, my body was the igniter to my expansion and growth. It always told me the next step. And my invitation and the challenges that I had surfaced from the space of like, can I trust this? Is this trustable? Right? And can I feel safe in the space of the unknown? Like truly not having a plan, not knowing where this is going to take me and anchoring into home within my body when I didn't have a foundation, when I didn't have a space that I could land when I didn't know, you know, what the next step was. And that journey of how that relationship with my, how trust in my body, you know, accelerated throughout, you know, me saying yes to my body for the first time and then me continuing to say yes to my body to lead my business, to lead my entire life. It's led me to this moment where I know how to integrate the wisdom of my body into my business. And it's the reason why I teach it. It's the reason why I teach nervous system business growth, because I've seen the expansion land in my personal life and also land inside of my business. The more that I leaped in resonance with my body and my nervous system, the more I took my nervous system on the journey of finding safety with what I most desired to receive in the way that I desired to receive it. And since, you know, getting to this place where I've just leaped so much more quickly with my body, where I've said yes so much more quickly, right? I don't doubt it as much anymore. I may ha have a day where I'm like sitting inside of my shadow that comes up, sitting inside of my doubt and my fear, but I know I have trained my nervous system at this point to know that it's just a part of me. It's just a part of my ego that's trying to protect me. 
but that it's not a reflection of my deepest truth that rests inside of my body, right? And it is through, you know, this 10-year process that I've had in really developing trust, like deep level, I am fully surrendering and jumping off the cliff because I believe in my body so much. I know that what it holds there holds the ultimate truth, holds my essence. It's through that nurturance and that relationship that I I know how to work with the energy of the body. I know how to catapult it into the growth that I want to see inside of my business and inside of my life. I know how to shift the paradigm from within my body so that it reflects in how I see, how I understand the actions that I take, the investments that I make, right? And it always comes back to, does this feel expansive and a little bit scary inside of my body because that's my pleasure edge. That's my body's edge that wants to be activated into the next level of my growth. And so I've spent so long attuning and finding resonance and understanding what that feels like for myself and learning and supporting others to find that feeling inside of their own body because how it feels for me is going to feel different for you. You are learning the language of your body, right? You are understanding what attunement feels like for you, what resonance feels like for you, what calibration feels like for you, and understanding that you can trust it profoundly because it will never lead you astray, even when your ego isn't seeing the results it wants to see and the time frame that it wants to receive it, right? And so there's a both and that you have to hold in the space. You have to hold the fact that you might not receive it on the timeline that your ego wants, but on the timeline of your body, it's all working. It's all happening already, right? And so the power of your body in expanding your business and expanding your receiving paradigm in your life is about learning how to surrender, how to take the trust fall with your body every single time. And the more you learn to do it more quickly, the more your yes like comes from that space of like, yep, I hear the wisdom, I feel it, taking action on it, the more you're gonna start to activate quantum receiving this is how the quantum field works, right? It's both rooted in the slowness of it and also rooted in like that deep wisdom that you can tap into. And the sooner you tap into that wisdom and take action on it, things start dropping in, you start accelerating, right? And it's really profound and it's really powerful and it's so beautiful, like beyond what I could have imagined for myself. And now I'm existing inside of a receiving paradigm that I truly only dreamt of, you know, where, you know, in 2015 is when I started accessing, no, I'm sorry, 2016 is when I started accessing the quantum realm and the meditations and the experiences that I had in the quantum realm are what I am experiencing in my life now. 
And in the moments where I thought like nothing is working, I'm not quantum leaping, nothing is happening, what's going on? Are the moments where I just wasn't aware that I was already in the quantum timeline. It just felt like a long time to me, but in the quantum realm, time is doesn't exist, right? We already have all that we desire in each moment of every day. And when you learn how to tap into that felt sense experience in your nervous system, and when you learn how to expand that energy and start to feel safe inside of like that expansive energy in your body is the moment where you start receiving at the level that you really desire. So this work continues to unravel in my life in such powerful ways. And it's the work that I invite each and every one of you into, regardless of where you are with it. We're all in a different space with our body, with our nervous system. And I just want to invite you into my world in whatever way it feels in resonance right now. It might be through listening to this podcast every day. It might be through downloading my free meditation. It might be through watching me on Instagram. And it might be through one of my paid offerings that really supports you to take this work to the next level, that supports you to implement and integrate this work into your body because the key is for you to implement it implement it for yourself, for your unique nervous system, for your unique body, right? It's what takes the knowledge from the head into, you know, your full mind, body, soul experience. And so if you're feeling pulled to this work, if you're feeling pulled to me as an activator of this work for you, I really want to invite you to step into my world in 2022 there's going to be so many different offerings that are going to be available, but the ones that are available right now are Nectar. Um, we're enrolling for May of 2022 to heal the receiving wound with money through your body, through your nervous system. You can click the link below to join the waitlist to um, be in the know about how to join because um, I'm going to be launching that program on the back end more so than an active launches. And then the other one is Luminescence for six and seven figure legacy weavers and entrepreneurs who want to expand their receiving paradigm and really, you know, scale with the potency and the support of nervous system business growth. So it's really taking your business to the next level with your body, with your nervous system. And the higher you scale, the more you need your nervous system to integrate these higher level months from a place of ease, pleasure, and peace in your body. Like this work is important for any entrepreneur, but definitely for those who are, you know, scaling to higher and higher income months. So Luminescence is a portal for your, you know, becoming, for your most luscious receiving um, from the place where you are truly creating a life and a business that feels good from the inside out. So please step into my world in any way that feels in resonance right now. And I'm so excited to rise with you in 2022.